Welcome, everyone, to episode 444 of the Thumbstick Athletes Podcast. I'm your host, Dan. I'm Will. Today's topic, I played Gris this past week. Uh, I guess it was late last week. And it inspired me to talk about games that are artistic in nature. Um, I'll talk about, obviously, Gris itself and, and my my experience with Gris. Uh, but yeah, like there's uh, this isn't the only example of games that have really stunning art styles. Um, so I I, we've, I figured it was it would be a good opportunity to talk about that type of game. So that's going to be our main topic. I believe the episode is going to be called Gris and other art games or artistic games or something like that. So um, go ahead, Will. <laughs> so when I first originally heard this idea pitched, I thought art storytelling game it doesn't matter that works okay good because a lot of few of the games that i have that i wanted to bring up are story game heavy games that i think are like beautiful pieces of art yeah oh yeah well i mean it's all part of it it's the thing about video games is it's very multi-dimensional you know it's not just a still image uh animation you know because you can get games that look good as like a static image um, but the, the, or, you know, things that look good as a static image, but, you know, video games have that additional thing of having, you know, the, the beautiful scenery, but also the animations fold into that and the music and the, and the gameplay all fold into it to make a, a very unique piece of art, you know? Yeah. I've always said that video games are one of the higher forms of art because yeah. it does include so the, every other piece of art in one. It's the most dynamic. And even now, like, we're starting to get with the with the switch rumble stuff like haptic feedback like that's another thing um haptic feedback is is in a few different like kinds of controllers uh they do make higher end like haptic feedback vests and stuff like that so uh well you know that's the conversation for another time so uh yeah that's gonna be the main topic will do you have anything you want to use for later on the episode yeah actually i've been playing um i played a little bit of overwatch which i won't talk too much oh. about but um I also played the Cindered Shadows DLC, or I think about half of it, uh, the new Fire Emblem DLC. So I'll be talking about that and uh, more World of Warcraft, probably. Um, nothing too new gotcha. other, than, other than Cindered Shadows. So I'll probably mainly talk about that because I know you're interested in that. And yeah, you played Fire Emblem, so we'll be able to talk about it. Yep. Uh, I'm, I'm also excited to hear you talk about Overwatch. Yeah. Yeah. Um... Okay, I don't have anything necessarily to tease. The the thing I would have teased uh, is Gris that I played. Um, so, but that's going to be the main topic. So, other than that, you know, we have the usual news. We've got. I know we have at least one piece of feedback to talk about later. So, um, there's that. So yeah. So I played Gris. Um, Gris. I I'm going to start, and I'll talk more, more about this during my week. But uh, Tuesday is going to be my indie game day for Rated G Game Streams. Uh, I wanted to play something new. I thought about playing Stardew Valley some more, but I've played a buttload of Stardew Valley lately. Um, so I'm going to, I decided to play Gris on a whim. I knew it was short. I thought I might be able to get through it in a, in one stream. And it turns out that I did. It was a fairly short game. It was about three and a half hours. It took me to beat. Um, so what it is, is you start off and I'm not even quite sure. There's a lot of metaphors in the game and I, I, have to delve into that a little bit i didn't want to talk about that too much uh during the episode because i I like for people to figure that sort of stuff out for themselves 
Um, but basically it starts off, you start off in the game and it's only black and white and you slowly add colors as you progress further into the game. And ultimately it's a game about dealing with grief, uh, which I did pick up on elements of that, you know, as I was playing and and towards the end, especially when it kind of let you know that that's what was, that's what was going on. Um, but it's one of those games too, that you can take any screen from the, like I took probably 10 or 15 screenshots, uh, during my playthrough of the game, you could take any one of those, frame it, and put it on the wall, and it would look like an, an amazing piece of art. That's how yeah. amazing the game is. Like beautiful. it's it's stunningly beautiful. Um, the animations are all very cool. So what it is 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 it's basically a platformer. It's got light platforming elements. There's nothing too awfully difficult. Uh, there's a little bit of puzzling, a little bit of. I don't want to say difficult platform sections. We're not talking about Celeste, um, but there, there's some parts that, you know, I needed to try a few times before I, before I got the hang of it. But ultimately, like it was mostly just walking through, you know, a few jumps here and there, a little bit of timing jumps, but, it, you know, just through stunning environments. Uh, and another, you know, you, you don't get a good impression of how good the game looks by looking at stills. You really have to like play it and see it for yourself to see how like, unbelievably good the game looks it's 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 one of those um now how long was this game dan three about three and a half hours okay so it's a short experience kind of like a to the moon yeah yeah yep yep um there is more stuff to collect in the game i got some of the side collectibles um they're like little orbiting things it looks like um so yeah i got i got a couple of those i didn't go too out of my way because uh, as I said, I kind of wanted to just get through it in, in one sitting. Uh, another another thing you don't get an, an an idea of watching stills or even watching trailers is how unbelievably good the music is and how well it fits in, into everything that's going on in the game. Um, it's amazing. I had goosebumps at the end of the game. Like that's how that's how well everything like blended together into an experience, uh, more so than just you know sitting and playing a game you know yeah uh so yeah for the some of the platforming stuff that you have a couple abilities that you that you get in the game um obviously there's jumping you get a double jump you get you have a one where you turn into like a a block that's for solving different puzzles or different platforming elements like i said nothing nothing too complex it's not it's not celeste or anything like that but um yeah and then you combine those various elements there's a part in the water where you uh you get a little speed boost in the water eventually. Mm-hmm. Um, so, but yeah, it, like I said, really you play this game for, for the artwork and the music and the experience of it. Um, it's, it's quite beautiful. So it's an easier platformer than any. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Like a braid or uh, Celeste and stuff like that. Oh yeah. Way, way easier than, especially Celeste was extraordinarily difficult, but okay, yeah, it's, uh, I don't know. It's, it it was it was a, a an amazing experience. You said you played this on Switch. I might have missed that part. Yeah, so I bought it on Switch over. I think it was over like Christmas break, and I had intended on playing it like closer to then. But you know, I'm I'm trying to like go through and finish stuff I've already played. Mm. Um, I've already started, so I've been doing that more so than playing new things. But like I said, I knew this was a shorter one. I I thought I could get through it in one stream and. And I did so. Yeah, 
Uh, I think I, I got it on sale too. It was like seven fifty, maybe, uh, which is an absolute steal. I think it was like was it sixty or seventy percent off? It's normally is it normally? It might be normally like twenty or twenty five. I would say it's definitely worth that, um, especially if you're looking for an experience, you know, like a like an artistic experience, like like it was. And I feel like was it Tito that talked about it in his voicemail a couple weeks ago that he had played Gris or was gonna play Gris. I'm, pre- uh, I'm pretty sure he mentioned that as one of the games he was playing or or played. But, uh, you know, Tito, correct us if we're wrong. I'm, pre- I'm pretty sure that was one of the games because um, I think I mentioned that I was going to play it soon. And sure enough, I did play it soon. I, I can't. I honestly cannot remember. My memory has been so bad. Yeah, mine too. I've got so much going on in my in, in, in life and everything that I just, don't remember <laughs> anything. Yeah, everything's smack right on out. Yep. So, um, yeah, I mean, other than that, there's not a whole lot to talk about with it. Um, because like I said, it's a very short game. Um, but the experience is, is spectacular. I can't, can't recommend it enough if that's the type of game that you like, or if you want a visual spectacle, like I said, I took probably 15 screenshots and they all look spectacular. So, yeah, well, it's one of those games that's kind of hard to talk about because it's all, it's, it's so short it, that it's short and it's also like very personal what you take from the things that happen in the game. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, some of the, some of the moments in the game are, are the type of thing that means something to me, but not might not mean something to someone else, you know? Yeah. And so. like, you can't really talk about it because I haven't really experienced that game. So yeah. I can't really speak to it. Yeah. Yeah. And I don't want to get too into the met- metaphors uh, and you know what they, what they meant to me and, uh, or what they mean in general uh, with, you know, I don't want to spoil that for people who, who do want to play it or who should play it, because I think it's a game that I really wish I had been able to play it last year because uh, it would it would have won some bummies without, you know, probably not game of the year or anything like that. But um, it could have won best indie. It could have won like uh, uh, most take, you know, the uh, keepsake. keepsake. Yeah, that sort of thing. Uh, it definitely would have been at least eligible for some of those if not, if, if, if not the winner. Yeah. Ambassador is another good one. So, uh, but that being said, like I said, this is not the only type of game that, that would fit into the, like an art artistic category. Um, it's just the most recent example that I can think of that, that would fit into that category. Uh, so me and Will are going to be talking about some other like highly artistic games. Uh, I, I phrased it in our, in our, uh, group chat as uh games that you could show to an art snob and have them appreciate it you know mm-hmm. which i like so, how I, I like that definition <laughs> yeah exactly okay. uh so go ahead will let's 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 uh hit up some games that you want to talk about i mean the first game and the one that we can't not talk about being to the moon yeah i think that that game the art style isn't as pretty as say if you're a video gamer you'll think the art style is cool yes um, and one that you can really appreciate but if you're not a video gamer you probably won't appreciate that much but the storytelling in it is so good yeah uh and the message behind the game it's like one of the only games that ever made any of us cry really yeah and the music too is another thing you can talk about that's just spectacular in that game 
Yeah, it does storytelling and music so well, and the characters are good because it starts out with, you know, the character is, like, just having to do a job or whatever, you know, not really thinking too much about it. And then as they unfold more of this guy's story and learning about his past, it's just, like, they become invested in it more so than they usually do. Yeah. Uh, so I think that game does a really good job with the storytelling. And, you know, the, we don't enjoy playing the game as much as the story because the the mechanics where you have to do the puzzle solving isn't really great. Yeah, they, um, they can get a little weird. They can get weird. janky. I would just say just look them up when you're playing and just blitz through it that way. You know, yeah. I don't think you should really try to take those puzzles too seriously because it's such a small part of the game. What you're really there for is the, is the storytelling of the game. So. Agreed. Um, I think, yeah, I think a lot of everybody should play To the Moon. Uh, that game's incredible. Absolutely. Uh, the Moon as well. Yeah, oh yeah, definitely. That's that's a great one. And like you said, uh, maybe not for the visual art style, other than, like, if you're a, if you're someone who plays video games, you appreciate the, the pixel art, but someone, you know, an art snob might not necessarily appreciate the pixel art. Um, but we know, like, we know what, what it goes, what, what goes into making that and how difficult that can be. And, yeah, uh, especially making like realistic looking items uh, from everyday life like they did into the moon. Mm-hmm. It's impressive. Absolutely. Uh, one I really want to talk about, Will, I'm sure you might have or you probably had this one on your list is Child of Light. Yep. So Child of Light is another one that very much like Gris is one that you could take any scene from the game and, and hang it up on your wall and it, it'll be a, a beautiful painting. Um, Child of Light also has in it um, the the rhyming structure of it is very much like a very well done uh, either children's book or fairy tale, which is also uh, very unique to video games. I don't know that I've played anything, anything else that would no. be like that. Yeah, I know. I think it was Eric and Corey, or maybe just Eric. It might have been both of them didn't really care for that. I thought it was dumb, but yeah. I mean, well, the story it was supposed to be childlike and rhymy. So yeah, I think so they actually knocked it out of the park with with that. Yeah, and one of the things, like some of, the, like I know with with children's books that I read to my kids, like the rhyming structure doesn't always work until you've read it a few times and you get the rhythm of it. It's because they're all different and sometimes it changes the rhythm partway through, uh, which is the impression that I got when I, or the, 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 that's what I took away from child of light too, was um, some of the lines you had to read a couple times to get the flow of the way the rhyming work because it changes or uh, that sort of thing. So I didn't have any pro any, any trouble with, with the rhyming. I thought it was all awesome. Um, and that's a game I constantly plan on revisiting, but, uh, you know, again, I don't want to start something new at this point when, uh, I have so much that I have to finish first. Mm-hmm. And Child of Light, I think out of a lot of the games we'll probably talk about is the more, most gameplay heavy. Uh, there's actually mm-hmm. a pretty fun game behind that too. Yep. The RPG elements to the game is fantastic in my opinion. Yeah, I, re- I really enjoy the combat system. It, though yeah. it's it's simple, you can customize it and it, it there's also like some skill involved with it which is is different. It's not just, you know, your normal turn-based strategy RPG or turn-based RPG combat, you know, there's a little more to it than that with with how you use uh I don't even know what its name is, the little blue glowy thing you could use him either yeah you could use him to slow down the enemies or speed yourself up or do various things while you're doing the the turn-based combat 
Um, so yeah, that you're, you're absolutely right. There's, there's definitely more gameplay there. Uh, and then the soundtrack, you can't say enough about the soundtrack. I oh, remember so good. before the game came out, I listened to the sound eh, shortly after too. I listened to the soundtrack repeatedly for weeks and probably months afterwards. One of the uh, best soundtracks in the game. Yeah. And I still actually call it up on occasion. Um, yeah. maybe I'll do that tomorrow too. Usually when I'm cleaning the kitchen, I'll play, uh, video game music. So, uh, Lately, it's been the Outer Wilds, but maybe I'll put in the the, the Child of Light soundtrack too. And for those who uh, don't know, that one one game of the year, the year it came out. I don't really remember what year it was, but um, yeah, so one my game of the year, and I thought very highly of it. So I completely yep. agree with you on that, Dan. Yep, it's good stuff. All right, what else you got, Will? Uh, the other one that I was. This is when you said, when you were talking about the category, um, this is the first game that actually popped into my head, but Life is Strange, Mm -hmm. the first one particularly. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, I think we all gave up on the the second one. Yeah. Um, Life is Strange tells one of the better stories in video games with a very interesting time travel dynamic to Uh it. Uh, because a lot of times when time travel is introduced into a video game of some sort, or uh, like for example, like an anime, it's always kind of a little hokey. Um, uh-huh. But I think, Ch- or not Child of Light, uh, Life is Strange does a very fantastic job with that and kind of playing with that in the story to be able to tell the narrative and push the narrative forward a little bit because it does end up backfiring on the protagonist, Max Hallfield at a certain point. So um, I think it's a really cool, neat way to kind of push a story forward. And I think the storytelling in Life is Strange is fantastic. I'll never forget. I think it was the end of chapter three. I'm going to spoil it because I think it's old enough now, right? Yeah. It's been out of years. But when Chloe, you go to Chloe's house having like, all right, like I want to be around when Chloe's dad's around and you get there and then you find out that she's in a wheelchair and like not doing well. Mm-hmm. Like that's how everything progressed. Yeah. When you're all you're trying to do is just help her so she could be happy again. Like I will never forget. Like I had to wait a couple minutes before I jumped into the next episode because I was like, oh, my God. Yeah. Like, I couldn't believe that a video game kind of had gone to that, like, route. <laughs> yeah, You exactly. know what I mean? Like, that was shocking to me. Well, yeah, and, and one of the, the cool things it does, because a, a lot of video games, like, you're, the main character's on a, always on a power trip. Yep. And nothing bad ever comes of that, so... They just solve problem after problem. Yeah, exactly. Uh, you know, that's that's not as much the case now, but, yeah, that was a big thing, and, and you know... You were fully expecting Max Caulfield to just be able to sort everything out just perfectly, and mm-hmm. it turns out that is not the case, and it flips that trope on its head. Yep, and one of my another one of my favorite video game moments ever was in Chapter Five when Max gets out of um, what's his face's rape prison. Yeah, um, she's driving, and she finally gets service on her phone, and she yeah. listens to it, and it's um, Nathan Prescott apologizing for everything that he did and said, Hey, like he's coming to get you. I think Jefferson was the teacher. Yes. I think that's, that's his name too. It's been a few years, but he's coming to kill me. And like, he's going to come and get you next. And like, she's driving on the road, listening to this, um, uh, this voicemail with just everything on the loose. Like the weather is just tearing this place apart. And it's just like, that was one of my favorite video game moments ever. And it's actually still a video that I still watch to this day because of how powerful 
and that moment was in the game and the whole like collaboration with the game and that's why like stuff like that is why Corey and I gave it game of the year for that year because it does such a fantastic job with yeah. all of that and it's just you know it's got the telltale game of way of playing but it adds more dynamics to it which makes it a little bit more fun than a normal telltale game so yeah absolutely um yeah I still think Life is Strange is a special game absolutely couldn't agree more Okay, uh, next on my list, I have th- uh, this is two two games you can lump together, uh, Limbo and Inside. Yep, um, they're both from Play Dead, obviously. Um, again, these are two games that you could take any any uh, snapshot from and hang it on your wall. Uh, mm. Limbo, of course, is the black and white and grayscale game. Uh, the entire game is played in that. Uh, you're, you know, you as the main character, unnamed main character, are trying to find your sister, and and you go, you know, go through the game that way. Uh, Inside is a bit more mysterious, but it has the same kind of, uh, it's got it's got like a minimalist art style, but it's very very pretty to look at at the same time. Um, it's also got like a creepy, um, God, I'm trying to think of uh, like a, it's it's got like a creepy dystopian feel to it. You're mm-hmm. not exactly sure what's going on. Uh, in it, and then it, it it obviously for those of that have played it, it takes a major turn about two thirds of the way through the game, uh, and it becomes kind of something else than than what it started. So, yeah. Um, but yeah, again, it's it's a uh, um, very very interesting art style. Uh, music, there's, I'm sure there is music in it, right? I mean, I, I don't remember it standing out to me, but I'm yeah, sure it's more there's... ambient music. Yeah. Okay. Background I stuff. All right. Um, but yeah, those two games are lumped together because they're they're by uh, was it Play Dead that made those? Yeah, it's Play Dead games. Um, so I you know I lumped those two together. So yeah, what do you got, Will? Uh, I know Eric specifically wanted us to yes. bring these two up, but uh, Journey and Flower. Journey and Flower. Um, yep. We you and I haven't played Flower, correct? I have not played Journey or Flower. No, so you haven't played any of. Um... I can't even think of what the studio is called. That game company. That game company's games. No, I, so I I did play Journey. Okay. I want to say I borrowed Eric's PlayStation to play it because he wanted somebody to play it. Yeah. <laughs> uh. So Journey, Journey is uh, it's available on the Epic Game Store. I'm pretty. I'm Flower might be too, but I know Journey is. Really. Yep. Uh. So Journey. Oh, Journey is ten dollars right now. I might buy that. There you go. <laughs> that um, would be the time to play it. Let's see. Let's see if Flower is. Oh, Flower's on there. Flower's three fifty. Sounds like you have. Uh... So I have two games that. Yeah, I'm two gonna, new games. <laughs> I'm gonna buy. Uh, cool. So yeah, the yep. I'm not gonna buy them right the second, but yeah, Later. I'll definitely definitely be buying those. Oh, uh, Tito's in the chat. Tito, did you talk about Gris real quick? Um, I'm, I'm pretty sure you mentioned it in your voicemail, but I'm, I'm not entirely sure. I hope, I hope you're still there. Yeah. We were trying to remember. He just wrote in. So, okay, good. I, 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 I never know if I miss it or, okay. Um, oh, Will had, Will had a couple, uh, so I'll go, I'll go next. Let's see. Um, he did not mention Gris. Okay. So who, so, I swear someone else mentioned Gris. Is it Tate? Might've been Tate. It could have been Reefer, could have been, wasn't Tito, could have been Jake, could have been yeah, Ryan yeah. or Valerie. I don't know. Anyway, 
Um, next up on the list, Ori in the Blind Forest. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Ori in the Blind Ori in the Blind Forest has incredible, uh, incredible artwork in it. Uh, again, uh, incredible artwork, incredible animation. The music is is incredible in it. It's not one I've played very much. I've only played a little bit of it. Uh, it's one I think Will should play with how much you like Hollow Knight. It's it's kind of in a similar vein. So I'm thinking i got my tax return so i'm mm-hmm. thinking of maybe picking up a few of those games that i missed and ori in the blind forest being one of them ori in the blind forest is on game pass <laughs> so i don't even need to it's on xbox game pass yeah i mean it's it's a microsoft like first party title it's on the switch too and steam now i have to spend a cent on it yep sweet all right well i know what i'm downloading yeah uh and then o- o- ori and the will of the wisps is going to be on game pass as soon as it comes out so you won't if if you like the the game you won't even have to buy that when it comes out either oh man shout out to xbox game pass i know we talk about it every week but yeah it's fantastic what a, what a deal yeah um so yeah orient blind forest uh that's again one i didn't play very much of but at some point i would very much like to sink my teeth in because it seems like it's right up my alley mm-hmm. definitely Go ahead, Will. I was thinking, and I've gone back and forth in this game, but I think I'm ultimately not going to put it on there, but I wanted to give a shout-out to Hollow Knight. Uh-huh. I think Hollow Knight tells... It's not prevalent, but tells a very fantastic story uh-huh. uh, of a kingdom that has fallen asunder, essentially. Uh-huh. I think Hollow Knight is, out of all the games on this list, the most fun game to play. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think the gameplay is fantastic. It's a Metrovania, so it's hard. Uh, when you die, like you have to like go back get your corpse to reco- recover all of your items and yada yada yada. But I think that game is fantastic. The music is really well done. Tells a great story. The art style is very. Um, it's the word I'm looking for, Dan. Like I don't know. I, I was trying to come up with the same type of word for the art style for Inside. What's that? Is it a Disney movie that's like it's got the dark characters with like the skeleton like faces? Maybe. Mm, that's gonna really bother me. I really want to look it up, but I don't think I'll be able to find it quick enough. But it's got like a very like kind of horror looking art style ish to it, uh-huh. uh, and it looks really nice. And I love the protagonist, the Hollow Knight. Uh, I just think like that game probably wouldn't move the needle to an art snob. Right. If I'm being honest, as highly as I think of it, um, I probably wouldn't end up having that on there. Yeah. I think of a game like Hyper Light Drifter that, to me, is a beautiful game. Um, but, yeah, that might not, like you said, move the needle for uh, an, an art snob. Yeah. Because um, it's 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 pixel art, which, again, we appreciate, but someone who's maybe not well-versed in the in the game arts they might not be might not be as, as jazzed about it yeah it would take a little bit especially with how hard like hyperlight drifter and hollow knight can be that might be just enough to deter uh somebody from wanting to get into it yeah um let me look through my steam games real quick like a bird story would be another one uh that i think a lot of people would like uh finding paradise as well that's from the people who did it's actually surprising we haven't played uh finding paradise I thought, no, you didn't. You played a bird story, right? I did. I did uh, Finding Paradise was actually the sequel to, um, to the moon. 
and okay. none of us have played it, yeah. which I'm surprised by. Shame on us there. Yes, Beardless, we have sold out to the government. <laughs> I, was just t- I was just typing. Uh, just too lazy to type it all out. <laughs> so there was really an ad for that. What? Did we hit? Did we hit big time? Uh, no, it was um, my the notification. I changed the the push notification for for Twitch. <laughs> oh, okay. Uh, my bad. Um, let's see. I'm looking, looking. Do you have any other games, Dan? While I look, yes, I do actually. Um, Firewatch. Yeah. That's a good um, one. That's a really good one. Yeah, Firewatch is it's it's beauty is in its simplicity. Um, it's it's cell shaded and and kind of minimalistic. But uh, to me, again, it's it's an, another game that has a lot of opportunities for really like nice looking screenshots. Mm-hmm. Again, it's not super highly detailed or anything, but it's 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 beautiful. Uh, not to repeat myself, but beautiful in its in its simplicity. Mm-hmm. Um, and again, to me, it's the best example of walk, a walking simulator, uh, just because the dialogue between Delilah and, and Henry is so well done that you don't get bored walking from environment to environment or walking from place to place to, to scope things out as a forest ranger. You know, it's, it keeps you entertained the entire time. So yeah, it wasn't mind numbingly boring, like gone home. Right. Exactly. Uh, That's what exactly a joke right. that game was. Yeah. Um, yeah, no, I think Firewatch is actually a really good pick that, uh, the game was beautiful and I know it ran kind of poorly at launch, but I think like the further that we've gotten away from it, the better the game plays now. So I think now is a better time than ever, ever to try it out because of that. So, yeah. um, it tells a really cool story and the ending, I remember we were all, I know me and Cora were like, we built up for this one moment <laughs> in the relationship and then he goes, nah, nah. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, like kind of just encapsulates life, just yeah. like that. yeah. That's that's what I took from it. You know, it's yeah. it, everything uh, seems more. Everything seems better than it's than it actually is going to like turn out. You know. Yep. Exactly. And to, and to kind of steal yourself for for that disappointment. Yeah, it pulls the rug out from under you when you reach the climax of it. <laughs> it really does. Because wasn't he there? Because he was an alcoholic. Was that the why? No, he, he was he was there because his wife was having a lot of health problems. Uh, she was she had like I think it was like dementia or something like that. Right. Um, and she went to live with her parents, and you as Henry kind of went there to like escape. Mm-hmm. So there might've been a little bit of alcoholism yeah. or something, but yeah, it that's, was, it was mostly deep. as an escape to, cause your, your wife was having such terrible health problems. That is very deep. Yeah. <laughs> um, so I guess another one that I'll put forth is Bioshock infinite. Mm-hmm. That was on a lot of lists too, because the game wears the guise of a shooter. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it kind of goes a lot deeper than that. I know when we talk about the game, I think it was Corey mentioned how, he doesn't love the gameplay because it's just a shooter, really. Yeah, yeah. And I, I actually really like the gameplay for it, so I have a lot of fun playing it when you do the gun mechanics and then uh, messing around with the the vigors, too. I think that's really cool. Um, but the story of that game, telling the story of Booker, Elizabeth, and Comstock, I think is brilliant, brilliantly told. Like The fact that Booker is basically doing trials in different universes to basically go kill himself because yeah. Comstock is is him in a, like another alternate universe. Yeah. Like, that is just mind blowing. And the whole, 
I will never forget finishing that game and going, what, at the end of it? I think we all did, if I remember correctly. When oh, we yeah. Finished it. Yeah. Um, so we all had to, I had to watch our YouTube video to explain to me what just happened slowly because you got hit with a lot of stuff at the very end right there, Yeah. Uh, which is which is amazing. So um, the story for that game is fantastic. I think the game looks really good too, even to this day. It looks awesome. Um, even they did a remaster of all the games too on the new consoles. So all the Bioshock games are on there and they look better than ever too. Um, I think it's a fantastic game with story and art style. And I mean, Columbia is probably the coolest looking setting for a video game, I think, because you're in the you're in a cloud city that's just like a religious stronghold basically like yeah i don't know i think it's a really cool like do you remember dan like in the beginning of the game landing there and you're going through like that church yep yeah right. i always say too like after you come out the come out the uh, uh the waterway it's so like fresh and clear you almost feel like you can actually legitimately smell the air yeah like, that's how freeing it is when you first come out of that the baptism at the beginning you know that that's a really good way to put it, actually. You can smell the air when you're there immediately. And then you get baptized, and then you're in the city. Yeah, it's just... And then, like, the juxtaposition of it, like, being pretty and awesome and beautiful to, like, the violentness of the killing of the characters. Like, when you take the sky hook and grind the people's yeah. faces up with it, like, that's bloody and gory. But yeah. it's, like, the comparison between the two is just really cool. Yeah, it's like this angelic city in the clouds... Uh, with a backdrop of of murderous violence and 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 racism in the background, you know, yeah, it's crazy. It's like crazy. Some of the some of the ugliest parts of human nature. Yeah, exactly. exactly. On display. Yep. Um, again, that might be one of those games though that if you showed an art snob, they wouldn't get because they'd have to sit down and actually play through the whole game and really kind of think about video games at a higher light because yeah. that game is pretty deep comparatively to a lot of other video games that yeah, you can absolutely. just look at and be like, oh, this is pretty. Yeah, definitely. Sorry, my cat's being a pain in the butt. Kind of here. <laughs> yeah. Here. yeah She's digging around and stuff, too. Um, I think that's all I have, Will. If you've got anything else, now's the time. Uh, no, I know we inevitably have forgotten something. Oh, definitely. Um, you know, there, there was a few that were more on the story side of things, which I know you talked about, Corey. Or Corey will uh and then and that and that, and that Corey's mentioned uh well because because my next thought was was a Corey line and mm -hmm. that's that uh, a game like mass effect um yeah. you know the the story itself like stands on its own as a good piece of science fiction or what happened in in the in mass effect you know yeah. it's, it's it's a good piece of science fiction it's uh as he called it like it's it's our generation star wars although that's different now with the new versions of star wars but um, it's like that and that important to a lot of people. Uh, yeah. I still see again, stuff on Instagram all the time about, about mass effect. So, um, yeah, it's, it's, it's that important to that many people. So, but that's, yeah. again, that's just the, the story, the story side of things and not as much the, you know, the art style of the games, which is fine, but, uh, yeah, it's, it's the stories and, and the characters relationships and stuff. Yep. And like some of the music going around, well, I, with all of it yeah kind of coming together so it's disappointing that who knows when if we see another mass effect well bioware's gonna be working on anthem again so yeah <laughs> i don't know about that. i don't like i get it but i don't yeah. love it yeah i'm with you all right any other thoughts 
No, that's uh, that's it. Like I said, if uh, fans who are listening want to write in, yeah, I'm sure we missed stuff want or want to talk about. Yeah, we'll definitely read it and talk about it because I know we forgot stuff, and I know you it's, guys will have stuff too. So. Yeah, it's also a topic that's very near and dear to our hearts. You know, uh, as longtime advocates for for games as art, um, mm-hmm. this is a, a very important topic to us. So. Um, you could also go the opposite route and uh, list games that wouldn't be considered good art. Like Red Dead Redemption 2. I don't know if I'd go that far, but sure. Okay. Somebody uh, heard that and gets mad. Yes. All right, Nibble Bits. Um, well, I guess I, I kind of teased one that I was going to say, and that's that um, Bioware is reportedly working on Anthem 2.0. Um, so... We don't know what that means. We don't know what the roadmap for it is, uh, but they're apparently working on a complete rehaul of the game. So I don't know. I, you know, who knows? Who knows what's going on with that? That was just the kind of what's what's the, what the scuttlebutt is for for Anthem. Do we get to play that for free? Probably. I mean, we already own it, so I would assume we get. I would hope we get to to experience that, and not have to not have to buy it again. You know, we might need to buy like two point yeah edition yeah that would be typical ea yeah to do something like that how uh, do you feel about that do you care at all about new I mean, anthem um i you know i didn't mind anthem there just wasn't enough there for me i i, I thought gameplay wise it was fine they just needed to overhaul some of this like systems um you know maybe make it a little maybe make it a little more open world instead of having to do little little bitty missions at the same time you know, stuff like that. Yeah, because if I remember correctly, when they were pitching the game, they're like, "Oh, you can fly anywhere." Yeah, which you kind of can, but you have to go into like a special circumstance, like a special uh, instance. Instance. Thank you. That's what I was looking for. A special instance to just like explore. So I want to do that. Yeah. Yeah. The way that they... I'm wondering if what they're going to end up doing is the game that we all thought we were getting could be that seems to be what they do nowadays you know <laughs> mess up something and yeah like the game they like, want after like no man's sky uh yeah tito put it so perfectly anthem was too broken up someone made a good point that the game was very likely designed via analytics instead of actually making a game play testing it then refining it that's that's kind of what i was trying to say but uh very poorly it was very very fragmented and you, you know you would go on your half an hour mission and then you would have to go back and and mess around with all this stuff rather than just stay in the game and stay having fun. It says Casey Hudson's message seems to hint that there that was actually the case. Okay, yeah, I can I very like much read see that, that and see what he said because I'd be curious to know like yeah. what happened. Yeah, I'm sure. I bet you Jason Schreier's written stuff on it too. Yeah, he's on the pulse for a lot of Bioware stuff. So yeah, yeah. he usually so. knows what's going on there. That's right. Um, so yeah, that's my first nibble bit. Um, so I mean, I I really hope they are able to fix it, you know, and and make it better and make it make it fun to play and worth worth playing. Because mm-hmm. I, I didn't think it was bad, you know. It was just it was too too fragmented. Absolutely. Um, let's see here. Uh, where, where's my Google Doc? Oh, I feel like a newbie here. Um, <laughs> So, uh, 
Epic Games, free games this week are Kingdom Come Deliverance and Aztez. Free now. Go get them. There's no reason not to. Um, King, I know Kingdom Come Deliverance is also on Game Pass. Um, I don't know if it's on PC Game Pass or not, uh, but it's going to leave off of that at some point. So you, you're crazy if you don't just go claim those games on, on Epic Games Store like right now. Yeah, why not? Like Seriously, right now, just do it. Um, again, uh, they they talked about the games for next week too, and I was happy with with the games that are coming out next week. I don't remember what they are now, but um, we will we will report that on next week's episode and tell you what new games to get. So basically, just get the games. There's you know, again, if you have a laptop or some kind of computer, you can access, sign up for an account, claim these free games, and then they're there if you ever ultimately want to play them, even if you don't have a gaming system right now. Yeah, just do it. And then my last nibble bit, uh, if you're like me and sometimes have a tough time deciding what game to play next, Steam has a new feature called Play Next. Uh, it'll give you a choice of three different games to choose based upon several data points, uh, like what you've been playing recently. I actually kind of wanted to test this live, if I can call up, if my Steam's not closed, and see if I can find it first off. Uh, let's see. If it's not easy to find, I'm not going to mess around with it. But um, oh, it won't be easy to find, Dan. No, I'm sure it's not. As I'm looking at this, I'm like, mm, I don't think so. That's too much work. Library, home, collections. Tra- oh, I have games and trash. Apparently, You're all right. Trashing games. I think I have a couple games in in the trash. What's that mean? You uh, just delete them. No, they're free-to-play games that I didn't want. Two oh, games in this collection yeah. are currently not shown due to, your, due to your selected view filter. Whatever. Uh, anyway, but that's that's there. I might, my Steam might not be updated enough to be able to use that feature, but yeah, it's there. So go ahead and try it out. What do you got, Will? I've actually got a couple different things. Uh, let's see here. Starting with the Pokemon Company is revealing a new mythical Pokemon for Sword and Shield uh, next month. So they're kind of doing the same thing that they did on the last game where they're kind of announcing new mythical Pokemon every so often, which I think is a good idea. And I know a lot of people were kind of upset about the number of uh, Pokemon, legendary Pokemon or mythical Pokemon Uh in the most recent Sword and Shield. So it seems like now they're going to be releasing new mythical creatures, um... It's going to be teased on February 15th, which is in two days. So when you're hearing this, it'll be Friday. So, or Saturday. What day is the 15th? Saturday? Okay. Saturday. So you'll be hearing this most likely Friday morning. It'll be tomorrow. So uh, that'll be cool. You get to find out what's going on with that. Um, Next, there are going to be two unannounced games that will expand Stardew's universe. Uh, Oh, yeah. Put out a tweet that he's saying he's working on a couple projects. Uh, one takes place in a world of Stardew Valley, but it's not a farming game. Uh, he says his other game will not, he's not a hundred percent sure about the world, but it will tie into Stardew Valley in some way. So love it. Um, yeah. Or it sounds like we're going to be getting more games in the Stardew Valley universe. I kind of like the idea of him releasing games, but aren't in the same video games vein. If that makes sense, like kind of how behemoth does 
different takes on popular game genres like castle crashers is a hack and slash mm-hmm. pit people is like kind of like an art, art turn-based rpg battle block theater is a platformer yeah i like this flip the genre every so often so i think it'd be really cool uh if they did that for um um his games too uh, yeah Fire, it, bastion are an example too yeah it g- gives him a chance to like flex his wings you know and it, it tr- try something different because really, like, Stardew Valley is a love letter to the the very first Harvest Moon. So I'll be interested to see what 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 these games, uh, if if they're taken from anything, they may be something completely new. I don't know. Um, yeah. But if it is something that is, you know, that he loved maybe as a kid that that he wants to uh, reimagine for for more more modern times, then I'd very much love to see that, too. Yeah. And like, if he wants to do more farming games just put out an expansion to stardew valley like oh i would buy that in a split second i'm almost positive everybody who bought stardew valley would yeah i would i would not only buy it i would buy it for all the platforms i own stardew valley on too yeah same here <laughs> i definitely would so he, he has that if he wants to do more farming yeah it's cool yep uh, so there is that. I have some Dragon Ball news. Dragon Ball Z Kakarot has sold 1.5 million copies so far, which is, I think, crazy. That's a high number. Yes, it is. Um, didn't expect that either. So to me, maybe this game won't go on sale anytime soon because so many people have bought it already. Uh, doesn't really need to go on sale to move more copies. So my thought of, oh, this game will be on sale in a couple months, just wait until then. Uh, might not hold true so Mm -hmm. um, that was interesting going to dragon ball fighters there's a season three coming out uh and the new characters were announced for it are this made me laugh but i see why he's added to the game and i'm happy but ultra instinct goku (laughs) so now there is goku kid goku super saiyan goku super saiyan blue goku ultra instinct goku and then there's gogeta vegeto which is vegeta and goku combined there's like seven gokus and like five vegetas in this game wow (laughs) which is funny i like i don't mind it i see why they're all in there and also a character that i really am excited about which is kefla uh for people who've seen dragon ball super it's two of the new sayings that have been introduced fused together uh Uh she's kind of awesome i think so um i'm really pumped by that we're also going to be getting like i think four more fighters three more fighters so um check that out I'm a big Fighters fan. I think it's one of the better fighting games out. I think it's before Smash Brothers, different, but same van, best fighter out there, fighting mm-hmm. game. Next, The Division 2 announced a new expansion, and The Division 2 is ridiculously cheap right now. It is $3 on Uplay, PlayStation Store, and I think Xbox. So I'm going to have to just buy that too. Yeah, I think everyone should just buy The Division 2 for $3. I mean, my God. Yeah, because I really like the divi- the first division. It was it was sweet. I haven't played the second one, but mm-hmm. let me. I'm gonna check Steam right now just to confirm. I knew it's, it was not on Steam. It'll be on UPlay. Oh, it is only on UPlay. Yeah. Huh. Okay. Well, I know for sure it's on PlayStation for three dollars. I saw it. I think my friend bought it on Xbox. So. Um get that that's an absolute steal for that game there's a lot of free content for it coming out there's a new expansion the division 2 i think is the best of those um games and service shooters mm-hmm. a lot of people would probably argue destiny i've always thought it was the division so uh yep get that next call of duty modern warfare season 2 uh has started 
We got some new content, most notably being Ghost for people who play Call of Duty 2. Uh, Ghost is a very popular character. On top of the Modern Warfare 2 map, uh, Rust being back. Rust is the 1v1 map for Modern Warfare 2, so that's back. Um, A lot of people are really pumped about that. There's a new ground war map, new guns, new gunfight stuff, uh, more maps coming. Um, The game, Dan, listen to this, okay? The update was, I want to say, 68 gigabytes. I heard that, yeah, actually. There's a lot of good memes floating around out there about the update. (laughs) So there was that, and I was like, all right, I finally updated. I can play it now. It takes me off to the store to download a about nine gigabyte multiplayer patch just like what is going on this game's over 100 gigabytes on my xbox that's crazy like i'm I'm, i play it and want to keep playing it but at one point i'm just like this is way too much storage yeah i have like a two terabyte or a terabyte hard drive and it's like getting to be full yeah they need to they need to optimize their games a little bit better that's that's ridiculous it's embarrassing that Call of Duty, one of the biggest franchises, is like that. Bi- like that's ridiculous to me. Yeah. Um, Beardless says it's three. Uh, Division two is three dollars on Epic. Tito says it's three dollars almost everywhere. So I'm yeah. gonna. I'm gonna after this episode's over. I'm I'm gonna buy it. So <laughs> so yeah, I like it. like it is worth it. Like I might even just get it on a uh, computer just to get, have it. It's so cheap. So yeah um yeah i think a really a lot of people should uh should get it and tito or yeah tito brings up a very interesting point that it was a mini extension release actually leading up to the surprise overhaul expansion just three weeks later to try to revive the game yeah because warlords of new york is the new expansion that got announced for it um i didn't realize the game probably isn't doing that well player base wise um so that would make a lot of sense as to why um they're doing that to get people to play it. I might be able to get my roommate to play, so that was a go. good way to do it. Uh, and last but not least, the Cindered Shadows uh, Fire Emblem Three Houses DLC is out. I'll talk about that and what we played. Mm-hmm. So sounds good. A lot of stuff. Oh yeah, what real quick uh, Fortnite update? So for Fortnite season or chapter two, season one is finally ending next week. So. Uh, chapter two starts, I believe it's the 20th, but I'm not a hundred percent sure. I just know it's next week. So if you have any, uh, unfinished challenges and stuff that you have to do, now's the time. Um, I'm excited to see what they're, I'll update everyone on, on what they, what they added and, and took away and all that. So, uh, that'll be next week. Okay. Okay. Uh, Will, how's your week? It's been good. Um, I was talking to you off air, Dan. Yes. There, I found a video game uh, remixer, like a lo-fi remixer on Spotify that I really like. And the reason that I really like it is I'm a huge Pokemon fan. Uh-huh. Uh, and this person kind of has done a lot of Pokemon remixes, particularly Generation 4, which is my favorite generation. Um, so it's called Glitch X City is the name of the artist. Okay. Um, and they just have a ton of different remixes. Got Breath of the Wild, has some Wind Waker, uh, normal Ocarina of Time. Uh, it's got a lot of Sword and Shield stuff. So if you didn't know these games, you would probably not even think that they're video game lo-fi remixes. They're really impressively done. So check out that artist. Um, Glitch X, it's also on YouTube. Okay, yeah, I so, think 
my friend sent me i think they do a twitch channel where they just run these remixes on re- like repeat oh beautiful okay <clears throat> so like there's a pokemon league lo-fi twin leaf town refi or lo-fi uh juba life city pokemon center sword and shield rival battle breath of the wild lo-fi uh why Huali city nights lo-fi um a lot of really good stuff so awesome uh check it out they have a playlist on spotify so uh definitely worth listening to um but other than that i just got hired at another job so i'm going to be working a second job while here and i'm really excited about that so you'll actually have have some money yeah orientation all that stuff good stuff coming up so um hopefully i'll have some money uh to my name now instead of not yeah so uh but that's it really i've just been playing video games and just hanging out okay um i'm gonna subscribe to glitch x city on youtube so because otherwise i'll forget about it when when i go upstairs and then the morning when i would have listened to it i'll forget yeah um yeah i think that's really it i'm addicted to wow it's a problem Uh. Yeah, that can happen. <laughs> I hate that, it. That could definitely happen. I really hate it. Um, yeah, as for me, I don't have a whole lot going on. We find out on Monday if we're having a boy or a girl for uh, Mirtha 5 baby. So uh, I'll keep Was everyone posted on the podcast on. yet. What's that? Did you announce that on podcast yet? Yes, I did. Oh. I, I think it was a couple weeks ago. Um. Might have been when we were when you weren't here. Maybe when when Eric was on. Yeah, I think it was when when Eric was on the week the week that it was just me and Eric. I think you're right. I never got to. I listened to the main segment, but I had never ended up finishing. Yeah. Um. So there's that. I oh, I finally got. I finally kind of nailed down a streaming schedule for Rated G Games. So I'm going to be streaming. Uh, is Monday, Tuesday, and Friday nine to whenever so it's been nine to it's been nine to one 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 a.m the past Ooh. the past few nights i don't know if i'm gonna stream tomorrow night or not because it's valentine's day uh and then 6 a.m to 10 a.m on saturdays um so i have what i'm gonna do is tuesdays are gonna be indie focused so i'll play whatever indie game monday i'll probably just play whatever i feel like playing um you know right right now i'm kind of kind of into temtem so i'll play that uh you know whatever i end up playing and then tuesday will be indie games friday i would like to do either co-op games or like competitive online games so that's when i'll play uh like Fortnite would be one of them or you know the wife said she wants to do some co-op games so um we'll do some we'll do some co-op games at that point and then saturday saturday stream is going to be called saturday morning cartoons uh well i'll play you know I'll play kids games, not kids games, but like, you know, I, for my first one I did last Saturday, I did, I played Luigi's mansion three. Um, so that's for early risers on Saturday morning or people like in, in Europe or whatever, if they're, they're watching Twitch. Now the Twitch is rated G games, right? Rated G games. Yep. How do I not follow this already? I don't know. I don't push it on people. I I don't like to do that. I've never been good. I've never been good at that. So, you should uh ridgy games all right i think i found it it's your logo yep um so it's I'll been have it's, notifications so i can watch yeah it's been it's been fun uh, i had someone host my my stream the other night really uh, what well, yeah it was when i did gris actually it was, it was a contact from um 
from Instagram. So that was very, very awesome of her no to, to host my host my stream. I've I've streamed for like four days or something, and so that was that was super nice. Who was the Instagrammer? Uh, I don't know their Instagram name. Their name is uh, Kimmy Minx on Twitch. Okay, she's from the UK and she does a lot of football manager streams. That's really cool. So, yeah. Hey, Rose. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Kitty butt in my face all the time. Huh, you like to interrupt things. Um, But that's been fun. It's been good. Uh, Division 2 PC. Yes, Tito. Division 2 PC. Got to make use of the RTX 2080. That's fantastic. Jealous. I am super jealous because I'm still rocking my GTX 970 paired with an i7-2600, which is now nine years old. We we need an update, don't we? Yeah, I'm 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 gonna start hopefully over the summer I'm gonna I'm gonna build a new rig. I need to have a new rig before uh before Cyberpunk comes out. So I think uh I'm gonna join you in the goal of having a new rig by the summertime. Yeah. So. Yeah, that's that's my goal because uh it doesn't have to be anything super. I I'm I, I'm gonna put a Ryzen processor in it, which is about half as much as a uh, Intel processor, so that'll just sit good sit. too. Yeah, we. It's not honestly. I could probably get away with just getting a new graphics card and be okay, especially gaming at sixty frames. Mm-hmm. Once you get into the higher frame rates, you need a little bit more. But I don't have a. I don't have a good enough monitor to game at in higher that's higher than sixty frames. Um, so re- it's it's vast majority of of gaming is on the graphics card. So I could probably get away with not upgrading, but. Uh, with all the video stuff that I do too, like I can't, I can't stream past 720p, 60 frames, because it just takes up too much system resources. Um, yeah, compressing video and and uh, audio and stuff like that, it'll just be just be better with uh, with with a, a better processing power. Yeah. Uh, Tito said he rehauled his old PC. It's about eight months. Wow, nice. Yeah, that's a, that's a great card. I would love to have one of those. Um. I think that's all for my week. Yeah. Uh, Will, let's talk about what you played. What do you want to hear about first? Overwatch or I want to hear Shadows? I want to hear about Overwatch because I'm I'm interested in the reason why you decided to play Overwatch. So uh, for those who know my roommates, and I know some of you have, uh, one of them has been, has Johnny been on podcast? I don't remember. I don't know. He's been in the studio a few times when we had the old studio. I know that much. Yeah, you are right. He might not so, have been on an episode. So basically, my roommate Johnny is going home to Florida uh, this weekend. He is gone uh, for Valentine's Day. So me and my other roommate, Evan, were sitting around and we're like, well, we want to play something, but we don't really want to play Smash or NHL right now because I had rage quit Smash Brothers earlier. Oh, sure. <laughs> Um, so we decided on either doing like Starcraft or like Overwatch or, um, Warcraft three. We decided on Overwatch because we kind of wanted to play a shooter. Uh, so he played Overwatch with me. Uh, he plays Bastion uh-huh. and I was playing my favorite characters, Tracer and Zenyatta, but I felt kind of more like being a healer. So I was playing Zenyatta. Uh, yeah. So we were just rolling that for, we played for probably about an hour. We did like a AI practice match with people, but that was just w- stupidly easy. Yeah. So we're like, all right, like we got to actually play people to get any enjoyment out of this game. Yeah. And we actually did kill it. Oh, um, did you really? Nice. Yeah. One, we lost one game, 
but we destroyed the other like the first game that we lost because we hadn't like i hadn't played in two years I yeah played in it's different years. it's different than it was when it first came out too a lot different there's a lot of new heroes too that i was very unfamiliar with what they did yeah um so I was, like, learning that. There was one that was, like, a mouse, but, like, it was rolling around in a ball, and, like, it was really hard to hit, and it would just, like, ro- it was a tank. It would just roll in the middle of everything and cause mayhem. Uh-huh. Um, so, yeah, we just did that, and we dominated. I remember that there was one game, Evan got the top moment where he was bashing and just mowed through people. Nice. Uh, in another game, I went, like, with Zenyatta. I did the most healing, most eliminations, and most objective kills. Like, it reminded me, and I've said this before, and it reiterates it, Zenyatta is one of my favorite video game characters to play in that style of game. Okay. He is a lot of fun because you're basically just roaming through allies and enemies shooting these balls at people that do damage. And, like, it's really fun to aim it, but also you're flinging healing orbs to whoever needs the health at the time yeah and then your ultimate is just a mass heal that you turn into like a buddhist monk and you're floating around and you're just healing everybody in the area you're invulnerable too right yep you're invulnerable so like a hanzo will use his ultimate which is the the dragon that goes through people can't see because they're not well might not be watching the stream but like it does the like the the wave thing dan that i'm doing oh yeah and it'll go through so i'll just pop my ultimate and heal everyone so no one's basically taking any damage so it does stuff like that and it's just a big heal for people who are around you Mm -hmm. i just love how he's just so much fun to play and i love playing him i didn't even get a chance to play tracer just because i was having so much fun playing as zenyatta and it reminds me that overwatch is a game that i want to play more yeah i i love overwatch i'm i'm kind of afraid of the like well of the competitive though usually when i play i'll just get a like a wild hair and i i'll go in and i'll do the mystery heroes yep uh because mystery heroes uh, no one's really trying that hard uh well you try but no one's giving you crap because you were a a hero that you don't usually play and you die immediately you know we all Um, are (laughs) yeah exactly that's what everyone is and uh, that's all that was always really fun for me but i mean if we could get a team of is it five or six i don't remember it's six it's six okay if we could get a team of six together or close to six that would be amazing to to play again definitely and like now when you're loading up for quick play they have you log into a role that you want to play so it'll be like tank dps or healer Uh so those will all be available for you to pick so i logged in as a healer like i was going to be a healer so only let me pick support heroes okay uh, so they do team comps that way, as opposed to before, it was just whoever you wanted to play, you just pick, and like some teams would just have terrible, terrible team comps. Yeah, and you wouldn't have any chance whatsoever. Exactly. Um, I will say one of the games, the first one we played, where we got steamrolled, the, uh, the one of our teammates goes scrub team or whatever. It's uh-huh. like, okay, like I haven't played in three years. Yeah, like, <laughs> yeah exactly. Um, so you do still get that, but it's honestly not that bad. Everybody was really nice like in the game that we won pretty handily everybody was pretty nice so um yeah no i really enjoyed playing overwatch like i want to play more for sure love it uh it scratched the itch i'm hoping we can get get some more playing i don't did Corey like overwatch i don't remember i know eric liked it did Corey even buy it or did he just play the beta i don't know that he bought it I don't think he did. I think he actually hated it. Okay. I know Eric I know Eric has it because we, we, we played a little bit together all, all of us when, when it first came out. But I don't I don't think Corey ended up buying it ultimately. I think you're right with that. I don't think he did end up getting it. I think like you like you said he tried the beta but was not a fan. Yeah. So yeah, no, I, I had a blast with it. I'm hoping to play more soon. 
Nice. I gotta be in the mood though. That's the thing. Yeah. For a competitive shooter. Yeah. Uh, that I mean, that's kind of the good thing about Fortnite is you know I just jump into solos. Like, there's no way to be communicated to really other than the 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 dance emotes, you know. So you don't feel any of the any of the hate. And, and when I'm not playing by myself, I'm playing with you know with my son usually. So we do duos. So it's just us, you know, against everyone else but yeah i'm starting to like the competitive games more now than i did like four or five years ago it's kind of weird i thought i'd hear you say yeah i i mean i would probably play call of duty if if i had the money for it oh in the hard drive space well i've got hard drive space but (laughs) but you know i I don't necessarily want to buy it no plus that game will be dirt cheap here pretty soon when they announce the next call of duty so yeah good point You'll be able to get it because I do think this year's Call of Duty was fantastic and worth getting. Yeah. Okay. So you played that. You played the DLC for Fire Emblem. Cinder Shadows. Yeah. They go about starting it really weird. I want to start with that. So instead of like you playing the game, it goes, you have to load this side story. And it just kind of loads you into that story basically, as opposed to just being like, oh, like, you're playing the game and you're in the explore, like, phase and, like, something comes up. Like, that's how I thought it was going to go. You're doing the explore feature uh-huh. or the the day for that, and then it goes, oh, like, you have this quest that comes up, and then you check it out, and then you go into the DLC that way. No, you basically load it in from the main menu as a side story of the game. Okay. So none of your actual progress for your other saves gets affected in any way but after you complete it through some witchcraft it all goes into your main file okay don't know how it works all the characters unlock though so basically what happens is there is a thing called the abyss under garrick mock which is the monastery where mm-hmm. the game takes place uh where people live and are kind of shunned by society for different reasons uh the church is aware of them but doesn't really approve of them but they're there and they're like kind of coexisting in a way uh and there's this house called the ashen wolves and that has something to do with the story that i won't really get into to spoil anything okay. uh and it has basically the characters are balthus uh yuri constance and happy those are the four new characters that got introduced, and they're all a different new class that have been added to the game. So, for example, Balthus is a war monk. Um, Yuri is a trickster. Constance is a dark flyer, which is an old class that got brought over from the older games into this one. Uh-huh. Uh, Ma- Magic Pegasus Knight, basically. And then um, uh, Happy is a Valkyrie. Oh, cool. Uh, and that's also a horse using magic and stuff. Similar to a Dark Knight, but not using swords or spears or anything. Okay. Uh, so those are like the four new classes, four new characters. And basically you're doing a story with um, those characters. And who goes with you is Byleth, Edelgard, Claude, Dimitri, Ash, Hilda, and... Um, uh, I'm forgetting somebody. I'm almost positive. Dimitri Hilda, I think I'm forgetting the second Black Eagles character. No, I don't think there is a second Black Eagles character. I think it's just Byleth, Dimitri, Claude, Edelgard, Ash, and Hilda. 
Okay. Wow. That go with you. Yeah. So those are like the cast of crews, uh, the char- the cast of characters that go with you into the abyss to uh, do the story. I don't really want to spoil too much, but it's really cool. It's a lot harder. I'm only playing on normal, but I'm noticing that I have to think a little bit more about my movements. Um, the maps are different. They're kind of they're all underground, so like yeah, they look a little samey, but they do play a lot different. There's one map that was completely wide open where you had a lot of room to do whatever you want. There's another one where it was really closed off and kind of hard where you had to really think about your movements and kind of utilize like the walls for your archers and your magic users, uh-huh. which is really cool. I really like that because some of the maps in the base game are kind of – they're all right. They're not great though, but yeah. I think this one utilizes terrain a lot better so far. Um, also, I'm noticing that – in chapter four, I think it was, you basically, before you got to rest in between each mission and you got to like re-upgrade your weapons or the sword of the creator, for example, will get to re-replenish and everything and you can use it. But this went from one battle straight to another one. So I didn't have any of that planning phase where I got to like uh, fix weapons, add a battalions, like get the sword of the creator right up. So I just got tossed right into another battle. Battles are also longer too, from what I'm realizing. They're like 45 minutes long, probably. Oh, wow. Yeah, they're a lot longer, but they're all really fun. Uh, I think Cindered Shadows is really, really good so far. I'm really like excited to play more of it, to be honest. Uh, nice. I think they did. I think they did a really good job with this, and I really like the four new characters. I think they're some of the best characters right right now. Um, might be because they're brand new, and I think their stories are all really interesting. But it's just kind of like the outcast that you're trying to figure out why they're being outcasted, which is huh. really cool. So nice. Uh, what's what all is in this? is it so can you buy that by itself or do you have to buy buy the whole expansion pass or season pass or whatever to be honest dan yeah you can buy it separate i don't know pricing for it if i were you i would buy dlc wave three and four okay because one and two add costumes okay stuff that I was kind of like looking at it. I was like, man, is the season pass for this game worth it? Probably not because wave one and two were basically useless. I don't really care about dressing my characters in costumes. Yeah, sometimes I do, but it doesn't fire emblem. Doesn't seem like one of those games. No, I like, I like the class outfits. Yeah. Like when they're yes. specific class, like yes. I like that yep. way more. I don't want to make them look silly because anime. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I kind of just, like, don't care about that. I would say it's DLC 3 adds Anna, the Sauna, and Yuritsa as characters uh-huh. to be playable. I think that's what it is. This is off the top of my head. I could be wrong. And then DLC 4 adds um, Tea Time with Rhea. That might be a free update. I'm not 100% sure. But then the whole Cindered Shadow stuff. So the four new characters, four new classes... Uh, a whole new campaign that's like eight to ten hours so and that's it right all that's and, uh, that's everything there's probably more stuff in there that okay. i'm not remembering off the top of my no i mean I, they're I not see... they're, they're not having another part right they're not putting out any more dlc for it right that should be it there's okay. no more planned dlc there'll probably be free updates here and there but okay for stuff that they would add in that are like more quality of life stuff but gotcha that's all planned like story dlc as of right now okay cool um but I highly recommend it. I think the Ashen Wolves are really cool. Yeah. I'm definitely going to have to revisit that. I still have to do a a, uh, a Blue Lions playthrough, too. So That's the last one you have to do, right? Yeah. And then you, you can do the one, the Black Eagles, where you don't go a certain way, which I won't spoil. But I don't, I don't know that I'm going to do that one. 
only because I don't think I could. I, I don't think I could bring myself to do that. I'm you know, kind of with you, Dan. Yeah. <laughs> uh, you I know mean, what? Maybe I'll just watch like watch. I'm sure someone's made a YouTube video about what happens and, and condenses it. So, I'm, I, you know, that's probably what I would do. Definitely. I was actually talking to our cousin today, Dan, Chris, about it because I knew he was playing Fire Emblem and yeah. I was just curious. It had been a really long time since I asked him what was up with it. So I was talking to him about it. He said that he's put in over 100 hours uh-huh. so far and he hasn't even finished one playthrough. <laughs> oh, I, you know, I'm not surprised. He's like, he, I go, so like... You Sorry. Just, that's fine. You just, you just cut out. You're still can't hear you. Still can't. There you go. You're good. So I knocked my mic over. Gotcha. And with my finicky cord, it kind of cut out. Gotcha. Uh, he just basically, I was like, hey, Chris, how you liking Fire Emblem? He goes, uh, I've put a hundred hours into it so far and recruited everybody. Uh huh. Oh, everybody, everybody. And he wow. goes, he said he was playing kind of tired one day and, um, he let Lysithia die by accident and uh-huh. he hadn't saved in like 15 hours. And he cared so much about wanting Lysithia because she is the best mage. Oh yeah. Easily. She smokes he, everybody. hundred percent. So he replayed 20 hours of the game. just to Oh not man. So nice. Uh, that's, he, that's dedication right there. So yeah, he's really liking it. He said he's going to do Alliance next. So, okay, um, cool. He'll be doing the golden deer. Yeah, uh, that was good. That was cool. good. So yeah, I mean, Fire Emblem I still think is a really fantastic game. Uh, Wait, which so. one? Which one is he doing first? Black Eagles. Black Eagles. Okay, that's kind of that's kind of the standard. He chose the same route we did. Okay, yeah, it's hard to not. You know, I don't, I don't know how you could like normally just not side with Edelgard. You know, it just so, seems weird. I don't use Reddit anymore because I think a lot of people on there don't live in the real world. Yeah. I um, agree. But I do read the Fire Emblem subreddit. A lot of people don't like Edelgard. Really? Yeah. The, she's probably the most polarizing Fire Emblem character not named Corin that I've ever seen. What don't they like about her? They think her reasons for starting the war were not okay. <sighs> or goes about it in the wrong way. It's really I, interesting. I mean, I've never... I get that, but I, to me that's what kind of makes it all interesting. And it's like, I think that's a good thing about the game that people are arguing over the justification for a character starting an all out war. That's yeah, that's what I think makes the game special. That's, yeah, that's a fair, that's a valid point. That's, yeah. True, 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 true. Okay. Because you have people comparing her to like basically Hitler, but then you have people saying, no, she was doing it to better everything. So like, yeah. it's really cool that people are having that kind of discussion. Yeah, have, having a philosophical discussion about the nature of Edelgard's starting a war war of aggression yep so um another game that i think everybody should play that has a switch i think it's fantastic that game yeah. so agreed um other than that I've just been playing warcraft nice a lot of warcraft how's warcraft going it's a problem okay <laughs> I i'm gotcha. like excited for the new expansion nice. i never thought i would care about playing a warcraft world of warcraft but here yeah. i am yeah being super into it like a sheep so. well now you gotta hit up, hit up classic at some point I play classic. i get a i have a subscription so i think i get yeah. it for free yeah you do so 
I can just play it. You do. I do really want to play Final Fantasy XIV. Yeah, that's a good one. Like too. I think that's the MMO I should be playing. But gotcha. I'll play it at some point. Maybe when I get a couple of my characters to max. I'm not a big raider, and that's like what Endgame is. So like yeah. after I get my couple characters that I really like, I think there's three characters that I really like: my Warlock, Hunter, and Death Knight. Once I get them to like max level, I'll probably take a break and like maybe try Final Fantasy fourteen mm-hmm. before the new WoW expansion comes out. Gotcha. So that's kind of what I'm thinking right now. Okay. But how about you? Um. Oh, let's see. What have what have I played? Uh. So oh, I I beat my most current playthrough of Stardew Valley. Got to the end of or the beginning of year three. I got the four the four candles lit on on the shrine to to your grandfather um so wow. uh cory says that final fantasy tactics battlegrounds channel is awesome yeah that's the, that's the one you were talking about yeah it mimics the fights i think or a computer or it does two computer fights with teams and they battle each other i'm gonna i'm gonna follow that right now because i will forget if i don't do it literally right now because i think i was supposed to lat what did we talk about last week or the week before couple weeks ago yeah i can't remember i have to check that out too i don't know where to find it final fantasy tactics uh sorry for the pause here fft battleground is the channel fft battlegrounds yep so i'm gonna follow that right now oh my gosh i'm gonna not watch this because because I'm going to be, be very distracted. Uh, <laughs> anyway. Yeah. So, oh, oh, and he says you can bet on them. And the <laughs> characters are named after the people in the chat. That's fantastic. <laughs> anyway. Oh, yeah. So check that out because that's that's cool. I'm oh, my gosh. That's oh, uh, no, that's dangerous. It's, yeah, that's trouble. Uh, but anyway, yeah. So Stardew Valley. Um so I, I mostly wanted to start the Stardew Valley playthrough because I, I didn't experience the 1.4 content, really. And I hadn't really played it that much. I know we played a lot for uh, me and Corey played for a lot for the extra life stream uh, for our extra life stream. But I wanted to, like, ex- you know, experience all the new stuff that, that was in the game. So um, but I didn't I didn't even do everything that I wanted to. I got the I got the four stars. Uh, one of the things you can do, and I don't know if you guys knew about this, but you can upgrade the um, the Jojo Mart after it closes down. Oh, yeah. I didn't know you could do that before, because like I said, it's been, it had been so long since I had played it. So that that was that was kind of cool, kind of a cool thing. Um, but it, like I haven't gotten married yet. I still have a lot to do is basically what I'm saying. Um, I never had the time ultimately to get married. I, I kept doing the the dungeon runs uh, in the Skull Dungeon. And I would be going along at a good tilt because I, I figured out that if you don't wait till a day where the spirits are are happy and giving you good luck, you're not going to make it. Um, so I started only going on days where the the luck was in my favor. Uh, mm-hmm. That makes it so you, so I would move at a pretty good tilt, and then I would it would it would uh, run would fall apart. So I haven't made it down to level 100 in the Skull Dungeon yet. That's something I have to do. I still have to get married and have have kids in the game. Um, so many things uh, yeah so many things so i'm I'm not done playing stardew valley but i did technically complete stardew valley so 
So I can add add it to my, thank you. I can add it to my beaten game. Yeah, that's a beaten game. So thank you. I can add it to my beaten games list. So I'm up to three, three beaten games. Because as I said, I also beat Gris when I when I played it. So yeah. So you know, I'm I'm slowly getting through. Um, I one of the games I have to revisit is Greedfall. That's one I don't want to get too far behind. Uh, And actually, I've been playing Outer Worlds after after we record podcasts while I'm waiting for everything to like compress. Uh, and and upload to YouTube and 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 all that stuff process on on Twitch. Uh, that's when I play Outer Worlds. So I play Outer Worlds for like a, a two hours probably after a podcast. So I'm still slowly working my way through that. Um, that game's still still pretty incredible. Still uh, really enjoying it. Oh yeah, I love it. I I would probably play more. Um, but it, it, that's actually that's not a game I can play on rated G games because of the the naughty language. Come on, so man, expose the children. <laughs> uh, I, I decided to open it up to some T for teen games, um, but that's not one of them because that's got some F bombs and you can blow people's heads off. So <laughs> that's a little bit too much. Yeah, um, but no, you right. know, some T for teen games are fine. Like I think of a game like No Man's Sky, that's rated T for teen. Um, MMR RPGs are some are mostly at least rated T for teen. Like, there's no reason I wouldn't be able to play something like uh, WoW Classic or something like that on stream. You know, are you gonna play WoW Classic on stream? Probably at some point. Yeah. yeah. Like I said, for right now, I'm taking the opportunity to try to beat some of the stuff. So, you know, Luigi's Mansion is a game I wanna I wanna finish, and um, you know, indie stuff that I have to uh, that I do on Tuesdays. Mm-hmm. So. Um, I played a little bit more Fortnite. I haven't had a victory Royale in a little while. Uh, I got a little bit rusty cause I, we haven't been playing as much. Um, but I'm trying to get back into that. I want to, I want to like jump, jump in head first again when, when, uh, season two starts next week. So I gotta, gotta sharpen the skills a little bit. I thought season two had started. It's chapter two season, chapter two, season one is still going. Okay. Um, season two starts next week. Okay. Yeah. That's why. Yep. Uh, but I, I still, I love that game. It's so fun. Even when I you get, to, I'll play. Yeah. Oh yeah. I would at any time. Let me know. We, uh, me and Evan were talking about wanting to do me, you, Evan and Johnny mm-hmm. for some squads. Yeah. That would be, that would be awesome. You'd probably be the best player by far. So uh, yeah, I have my good moments and my bad moments. I've gotten pretty good with the shotgun up close. My problem is like if if I start a game, um, I need a little time to like get set. So what I've been working on is actually landing where a lot of other people have have landed and and trying to get used to like combat immediately when you hit the ground. You know. Yeah. Um, so you you get the you get off the the schneid and warm up quick. Early. Yes. Yes. Because because usually I would just try to avoid everybody right off the bat, and then if you get to the end and you haven't killed anybody like you're just not gonna win mm-hmm. or i'm not and i i'm still trying to do do a little building i'm not not great at the building either but i want to get at least a little bit better I, I know i'm never gonna be as good as like you know the some of the better players but uh at least want to be able to compete when it gets to building for my, for right now my strategy is when someone builds i kind of hide in their structure and try to knock it down slowly uh, while they come and look for me if we have time and then i try to shoot them that way Okay, that's actually a good strategy for that. Yeah, because uh, you know <laughs> you got to make do with what you've got. Um, like I said, I'm not going to outbuild some of the some of the good builders, but 
I, I can hide with the best of them. So I was watching a video the other day of watching a guy build, and I was like, oh, my God, how does he do that? I know. And I didn't even realize like what what people were capable of until I started watching uh, ninja streams. And, you know, they build so fast and then they edit panels and shoot and then edit it back to a normal wall. It's like, oh, my God, like, I can't I mean, think that fast. Yeah, my brain doesn't work that way. No. And it, th- theirs probably doesn't either. It's just programmed into your muscle memory at that point. They do it so much. Yeah, I guess if you just, that's all you do, you just get good at it eventually. Yeah. So, but I would like to at least be able to build a little bit. And so when you get into a building battle, I can at least kind of look like i know what i'm doing competent competent yeah so uh that's all that's all i played i we we still play smash brothers and mario party if not every night every other night that's that's a lot of fun with the kids um so yeah that's all i got for for what i played there's pass by the way for smash brothers i did i did yes um i played as by yes we did we talked about by last week okay uh, I really, really like Byleth a lot. I, did, I haven't tried any of the other ones. I've, I've, I haven't even tried Joker or anything like that. So I was going to say I would implore you to try Joker. I think he's really fun. If you've played Sheik, think Sheik, but if she was good and powerful. <laughs> okay, that's good to know. Um, yeah, no, I because I like you, I always do random. Um, I did try Byleth just because I, I picked Byleth one time because I did want to just play yeah. as Byleth. Um, but yeah, usually I'm just random. So I get good at the game. Yeah. Plus it's just nice to know what everyone's capable of. That helps a lot. I would love to do another smash weekend up here. Yeah, that would be great. In the Connecticut region. It'd have to be more planned out than Hori's because it's a little bit further away, but I would love to host a smash weekend. It's doable. It's only four hours, right? Three, three. Yeah, that's not bad. It's only a little bit further than Corey's. Yeah, an extra hour. It's like anywhere from 3 to 3.30. Depending on traffic. Pretty much, because traffic here gets crazy. Sure. Okay. All right, let's get into feedback, shall we? Yeah. Uh, The first is from Tate, who says, Sup, guys. It's been a little bit since my last feedback. Life is crazy right now. But amongst all the craziness, I've had a lot of time to play games over the last month or so. One game I've been playing a ton that I never thought or imagined I would get back into is Destiny 2. Yeah. I played quite a bit back in the day when it first came out and just could not handle it anymore at the time. But with all the DLC and stuff they have come out with the last couple of years, it is an amazing game now, and I've been having such a blast playing it. I watched a four-hour-long video on the whole Destiny lore story, and it, which made it way more engaging and fun for me. I have been grinding away with my brother on it. Other than that, I took advantage of the 75% off sale on Assassin's Creed Odyssey, the full version with all the DLC, so $120 value at 30 bucks. I think Still. Will Mitch mentioned that recently, but it is on again, so I did it. Way worth it with all that content. And he says, I listened to the To the Moon soundtrack the other day, and it made me want to play it again. Uh, but I'm not sure I want to do that to myself again. Can you guys think of any other games that are similar in effect to To the Moon that you would recommend? Thanks, gents. Have a great weekend. Taterade out. Did he say that that deal is going again for Odyssey? I think so. This was sent. This was sent ten hours ago, so it's probably still still going on. I'm gonna message uh, for tell Corey uh, for Assassin's Creed Odyssey. Yeah, yeah, because Corey really wanted to do it last time. Yeah. Um, games like To the Moon. 
I mean, we talked about art games, but really like the, the thing that make that one makes to the moon specifically stand out is um, the emotional aspect of it. And I don't know that I've played any other game that had that kind of effect on me. I haven't, I haven't, I haven't consumed any pieces of media that had the same effect on me that to the moon did. I would say your best bet is Finding Paradise, which is the direct sequel to To the Moon. Mm -hmm. As I said earlier, I don't know why none of us have played it, but none of us have yet. Uh, So that might be one to definitely check out. I think it's because we don't want to have the feels (laughs) right now. No, I don't need to make anything to make me sad right now. So yeah, you know, I was I I think I was I knew To the Moon was going to be sad and give me the feels, but I didn't know to what extent it was going to give me the feels. Now you know what and it's I, capable of. I don't know if I'm ready right now to go in that place again. That's fair enough. That's so, for sure. Yeah. Um, it's going to be one of those days for me where I'm just like, yeah, you know what? I'm going to play it. Yeah. And, on and a whim. On a whim. You're just going to play it. Yep. Yeah, I could see that. Uh, I'm trying to think of what else. There's got to be more games. Uh, I mean, I mean, I know he's played in like Life is Strange. That would kind of be similar, I guess. Yeah. Um, but like, yeah, I don't did. I know Tate played the first Life is Strange. Did you play Before the Storm? I'm sure he played Before the Storm too. I, but if you haven't Tate, that would be that would be one. Yeah. Um, it's not quite as much as the the OG Life is Strange, but. Um, I mean, I kind of had, I, I, I don't know if I mentioned it before, but I kind of had some emotional response with, uh, Gris. Uh, I got goosebumps at the end. That's how like powerful the imagery was at the mm-hmm. end of Gris. So that was not, but again, not, not in the same vein as, as to the moon. Um, oxen free, maybe oxen free. I have oxen free and I haven't played it to the end. I've, that's one I've got to revisit. Me too. That's one that I keep saying that I'm going to play. I should have done did four in February. Oh, I, I, why f- I didn't. I completely forgot about four in February. Maybe I'll do four in March. Crap. How you really I... like I'm not working that much right now. I could easily do it. Oh, man. I feel like an idiot. We That's something we do every year. Or try to. Let's just do four in March. Wow. I feel like such a failure. As a podcast host. That's fine. Well, like I said, we'll just push it to four in March. That's a good idea. We'll do four in March. Because it's, I mean, we even had an extra day this, this time around. It's a leap year for God's sake. And we didn't do four in February. I miss the old days where Corey or Eric would have some vitriol towards four in February by yeah. the end. Yes. <laughs> and yep. the one year where Corey was up against the clock. Yeah, and just barely <laughs> ran out. Missed it by an hour, wasn't it? There was stuff that happened that he couldn't finish it Okay. in time. Yeah. Uh, that he was just like, oh my god, I just want to finish four in February. Yeah. Um, there's always, some, one of us has a good story about running against it, so I, I missed that. So but yeah, we should do four in March. I'll like start planning. That could be our episode next week even. Like, Okay. I like we that. We have nothing, so. I like that. That's a good idea. And then if any listeners want to join us uh, for in March, we should say we should call it two games that I'm going to do. We that should, I know for should, sure we should call it more in March. 
Yeah, more in March. Just for the alliteration. I love it. I'm down for that for sure. Uh, so Tate, uh, I think I got everything. Yeah, I'm having a hard time coming up with games that are similar to, to the moon. There's just nothing like it. I don't think. But like, I think your suggestion was goodwill with the the um. What the heck was it called? Finding Paradise. Finding Paradise. Thank you. I was I wanted to say Finding Eden, but I knew that wasn't right. Finding Paradise. Okay. Uh, did you play a bird story? I did play a bird. Story. How was a bird story? That's. I thought it. I thought it was good. It wasn't as good as um, to the moon, but I didn't expect it to be. Right. Okay. That's kind of like a step in between to the moon and and um, finding paradise, right? Yep. Exactly. Yeah. It's like the it's supposed to bridge the gap to get you ready for. Um, it's just a touching story about a guy or a girl. I can't remember who the main character was and their bird. Okay. Cool. All right, so that was from Tate. So thank you, Tate. We also got feedback from Tito. All right. Uh, He says, Hey, guys, Tito from L.A. I finally beat Breath of the Wild. Well done, Tito. I'm sorry it had to end. I know what that's like. I went through the same exact thing. I feel feelings that the adventure is over, but it was a great one. The boss fight was pretty underwhelming, but the coolest thing that I realized is I never had any portion of the ending spoiled in these two to three years since release. I never knew what to expect. Visually, the last fight was cool, but easily beaten. The past two weeks, I was trying to find a replacement until Final Fantasy VII comes out, and I've currently settled on The Division 2. Uh, it's the one thing I was having the most fun with, even though I'm soloing it. The game works well to solo and I enjoy it more. I'm playing super casually instead of min maxing my build instead of stressing out on having the best, everything I found a character build. I thought I would enjoy and I'm just picking up and deconstructing basing on based on if the loot I get is part of my build. If not, I chuck it without a second thought makes the game a lot more stress-free. There's a lot to do in the game. And I love how they use museums, zoos, landmarks, theaters, arenas as backdrops for their missions. It's so cool. You can even read the text in the museums and the zoos on the little information panels in front of the art animal areas. So really, it's more of an educational game than a first-person shooter. Love it. Love where your mind's going there, Tito. This is a great time to get back into Division 2 as well, since they just announced a bunch of information on the direction of the game to make it more enjoyable, which leads me to the news uh, from Bioware by Anthem getting an overhaul. What do you guys think about it and how long you think it'll take for them to release this overhaul? I hope they take their time with it because gameplay wise, Anthem is pretty fun to fly, shoot and set off combo detonators. Tito out. Uh, So we of course talked about a little bit about that uh, early on, but yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm the same way. I'm hoping they make Anthem like worth, worth it for people to play again. You know, a lot yeah, of like time. I thought it was going to be. Yeah, exactly. A lot of people, a lot of time and dedication went into that game. Um, and, you know, it just wasn't as good as we were hoping or thought it was going to be when it when it came out. You know, like he said, the game, I think they've got the gameplay part of it down. It's just they need to refine some some of the other elements of the game and make them more more fun and or enjoyable or easy, uh, you know, longer gameplay segments and less less minutia in in Anthem, you know so yeah and as for when i think this will come out i don't really know to be honest what to expect like when you know because they just kind of said hey we're doing this don't really know when it'll be yeah 
probably midway through the year towards the end of the year. I bet EA does the thing where they relaunch it like during close to fall maybe to like yeah. oh, like check it out like yep. maybe in late summer when things aren't really out sure um, yeah that that would make total sense that would be my guess for it okay um where was i i think that's everything from tito's oh yeah uh as for breath of the wild tito i i like i said i feel you um that was a game that i very much you know wanted to never end um, I actually saw the question on Instagram posted um, if you could relive one game again, you know, from, from going in new, uh, which game would it be? And that's always my choice. I would love to just be able to experience that game again for the first time and experience it all new. And it's awesome, awesome stuff. Yeah. And as for why you haven't been spoiled for that ending, I don't, it's one of those games that the, everyone who's playing it goes, all right, I guess I'll just beat it now. <laughs> yeah, that's exactly right. You're like, okay, I'm, I'm just going to beat it. Yeah. And you go, yeah, you do the, the you, raid on, on Hyrule Castle and you just do it. Yeah. Um, and it, really like that game's more about the journey than it is the end. You know, it's that's the important part of the game. That's another one I wanted to talk about actually real quick um, earlier when we talked, uh, you mentioned a game that was similar to it. The way, oh, like Hollow Knight, where the story is kind of like in the background. Yep, you don't the, have it in your face, but yep, you discover it. Yeah, you're not beaten over the head by the game story. Uh, mostly because in, in uh, Breath of the Wild, like the story already happened. It happened 100 years in the past, and you're just, you know, you just uncover bits of the story as you're playing the game, which I really like that that method of storytelling. So, Gets me really pumped for Breath of the Wild, too, because it looks like a or darker game yeah so. i'm psyched about that psyched. and that could be out this year too i know i know yeah makes me nervous though it'll be good oh i'm not worried about being good i'm worried about uh getting sucked back into hundreds of hours of breath of the wild or yeah breath of the wild because yeah, really you're still you still play the like the first breath of the wild i want yeah. to go play the first yeah. breath of the wild I, like, I I try not to because once I get started, it's a it's a vicious spiral. <laughs> uh, I'm sure I will play it on stream at some point though, because why not? You know, of course, yeah, might as well. So, okay, uh, that leads us to our game giveaway. Okay, um, one sec. Let me get the random number generator up. Random number generator one through two. One is Tate, two is Tito. Yes. Winner is Tate. Taterade. All right. So, Tate, your choices are as follows. Go ahead, Will. So, one through one, 50. Kind of. 54. 54. Warhammer and Times Vermintide. So I'll just do Warhammer. I'll do 54 first. 54. I'll just put Vermintide. Okay. 138. 138 is... Oh, that's gone. Never mind. It's right there in front of my face. 96? 96. 96 is The Walking Dead 400 Days. 
91. 91. Um, 91 is Poker Night at the Inventory. Oh, come on, cat. Poker Night. Okay. Next. 99. 99 is Blade Symphony. Blade Symphony. 142. 142 is Broken Sword Director's Cut. I feel like I heard that, but I'm not sure. Sword Director's. Ow, ow, ow. Oh my god getting attacked she's sliding off my lap and she digs her nail because my shorts are like kind of shimmery yeah and whenever she does that she digs her nails in to catch herself director's cut all right reminds, uh reminds something nina would do yeah ah blade symphony is the other one okay so your choices tate are uh, warhammer end times vermintide the walking dead 400 days poker night at the inventory broken sword director's cut and Blade Symphony, and also the soundtrack, I guess. So let us know what you want. Um, Tito, you've also got a couple games to choose from. I don't think I sent these out, but you have Rive, Oil Rush, Coin Crypt, Neighbors from Hell, is it? War And also Warhammer, End Times, Vermintide. Um, Jake has some games out. Well, I'll, I'll email these out to, to them so they can pick their games. So... Um, next week, next Eventually week, more in March. Next week, we might we might pick out our more in March uh, lineup. <laughs> <laughs> I cannot believe I forgot four in February. I mean, it, we have a lot going on, so I'm not totally surprised, but I'm still a little bit surprised. You know what? It's crazy how fast the year is going already. Yeah, I mean, it's hard to believe February is like half over already. Yeah, it's insane to me to think that. So, yeah, like, it's just time is going by so quick, we just didn't really even think about it. Yeah, I feel like I, I got uh, I got January hit hit us like a bus, too, just with all the stuff going on. Yeah. Uh, yeah, there's, like, funny memes floating around that uh, it's it's been, it's been a tough year. And, and how does, I don't know, they, the way it is worded is a lot funnier than I'll put it, but it, everyone's like, oh, man, what a tough year. And then the, the other line is like, it was just January. Like, come on. <laughs> yeah, it was we still, January. We still have a long way to go. Oh, uh, a lot of 2020 left. A lot of leeway. Or yeah. runway. Yeah. So, uh, so that could potentially be our topic for next week, but I, I, that's something we want to do. Uh, if we don't have another topic for next week, we will, we will choose our more March games. Uh, and then, you know, if anyone wants to chime in with, with their libraries and have us pick games for them to, to complete in, uh, in March, then then let us know. We can we can certainly do that for you. So, mm-hmm. or if you want suggestions, we can do that. Yeah. Uh, and yeah, that's everything. I think, right? I think so. All right, that'll do it for episode four forty four of the Thumbstick Athletes Podcast. I'm your host Dan, and I'm well. Thanks for listening, and get out of my basement. Watch out.